If you have your Bibles, look with me at Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, the very first chapter, beginning with the seventh verse. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. So we talk about motherhood. I, I reminded me of, reminded of the story for me of my mother, and one of the <clears throat> most vivid memories I have was when I was about eight or nine years old, uh, I determined uh, it was a summer. I specifically remember that. It was a summertime. And in Louisiana, South Louisiana, it gets really hot. It's like, you know, 100 degrees and 90% humidity. And uh, I was in, it was in the summer, and so I was there the whole day, and I just determined I, I just had enough. I didn't want to live there uh, as an 8- or 9-year-old boy at that home anymore under all the rules and mowing the grass and cleaning the house and washing dishes and all those things that just quite frankly seemed very unfair to me as a child and that I would have to put up with all this. And uh, so I determined I was going to run away from home. So I told, I informed my mother that I would be running away from home, and so I went into my bedroom and picked out my suitcase. And back then, we didn't really have these lightweight ones. I mean, it was like, you know, the heavy-duty, hard-case suitcase. And so, like, I start throwing things in there, uh, waiting for my mother to tell me, you can't go, Uh, this is a terrible idea, I will do whatever you want, you don't have to wash dishes or eat vegetables anymore, whatever it would take uh, for my mother to come to her senses and do what was reasonable. Uh, for an eight-year-old boy. And so as I'm packing those things in there, I'm sure I wasn't even putting uh, any underwear or any uh, util- oh, toiletries or anything. I'm just packing clothes in there. You know, and I finally close and I said, I'm going. She goes, okay, I'm leaving right now. And uh, as I start to leave, we live out in the middle of nowhere, okay? We live out in the sticks. And so it's like a quarter of a mile down a dirt road and I'm dragging, I can't pick the suitcase up so it's so heavy, and so I'm dragging it down the road, and I keep looking back for my mother to stop me. I mean, isn't that what a good mother should do? And come out and beg me to stay. And I'm dragging that suitcase down the dirt road, and I get there at the end, and I'm just pouring with sweat, and I'm at the end of the road now at the mailbox, and I'm looking, and I mean, I'm still like a mile away from the nearest highway, okay? I got a long way to go just to get to the highway. And then I get there, and there's nothing there. I mean, we're like 10 miles from the nearest store. And so I sit down on that suitcase, and I just thought for a minute. And I was thinking, why didn't she come get me? <laughs> you know, and after a while, I realized, you know, it's just really hot out here. And so I dragged that suitcase all the way back up the hill in the dirt, and I come into the door, and she goes, you decide to come home? I said, no, I'm just thirsty. And um, I, I bring it on in, and I didn't end up doing anything. But I was so thankful for a mother who had the wisdom to realize uh, that, you know, first of all, I wasn't really going anywhere. Secondly, she said, she told me later on that she watched me the whole way. And I kept looking to see if she's looking out that main window. I didn't see her looking. I remember that surprised me. But she said, no, I was, I was watching the whole time. What a picture of the Heavenly Father who sometimes allows us to go off on our own path, to carry our baggage with us and tote it with us and carry it down the road of a life, yet He is waiting all the time for us to simply come home. I'm thankful for a mother who had the wisdom to understand and the fortitude to teach me lessons in life. As I look at Proverbs here, the writer of Proverbs tells us what wisdom is. It tells us what it means to understand knowledge. I think this is a great, as the book of Proverbs is, simply universal principles that can be applied to life. I think this is a great one for us to inspect on Mother's Day. Verse 7 of chapter 1 of the book of Proverbs, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, 
but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They will be a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. The garland that it speaks of here was placed upon the victor's head whenever they would win an event or a race or whatever. It was a sign of victory. It was a sign uh, that you had been blessed. And so it was placed upon their head and a chain was placed upon their neck. It was a picture of what it looked like to achieve success. So when we come back to verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Now that word fear is often misunderstood, misused. Sometimes I've even heard skeptics say, you know, your own Bible tells you to fear God. Why do you have to fear Him? Why do you have to be afraid of Him? Well, let me tell you what the word fear actually means in the Hebrew. There are really two words that describe what fear means. The first one would be that of reverence or respect. To revere God. To have great reverence. You know, when a a political official such as a president or a king or a queen comes into a room, you can see the respect and the reverence that is given. People will rise to their feet and they'll give respect. They'll give reverence. So are we to give God Almighty. I remember my mother teaching me the importance of respecting God, and particularly in his home, or when we would pray, or uh, when we would go to church. And she would always be sure to correct me uh, when I was acting up, whatever I was doing, talking the whole time, blowing bubbles, whatever I did as a child. And I remember she would use this statement. She said, Ron, what do you think God thinks when He looks down and He sees you? You know, Jesus is watching you. That was a heap of load of guilt uh, for a child, I tell you. Uh, but it always was ingrained in my mind that this is the house of God and that God is watching, that God is looking. And while I don't think He's watching to butt top us on the head, He is watching because He cares and He wants to be involved in our life. To revere God. And the second aspect of that is to awe. God. What does it mean to be in awe? It means to be inspired. It means to recognize the majesty and the magnificent and the sovereignty of a God Almighty, a God of the universe who is pre-existent and eternally existent. The God of the universe who chooses to take someone like me who is like the grain, a grain of sand in the ocean of life and chooses to love me and to receive me, to reach out to me, who loves me more than even a mother could love me. That is what it means when we talk about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Knowledge, to learn, to educate ourselves in the Word of God to study, to show ourselves approved as workmen that need not be ashamed, that we might rightly divide the word of truth and discipline. We think of correction, which that is an aspect of discipline. Correction is to correct our path, to correct us onto the right road. But it's also this, it is to practice. 
It is to put into application that which we have learned. So we must first be revere. We must first revere and respect God. Secondly, we must learn, and thirdly, we must put that into practice. I think of my own mother. I think of the way that she taught me the Word of God when I was a child, and how by the time I was four years old, I'd basically learned all the Bible stories because she would tell them to me night after night after night. I think of the Scriptures that I learned that she quoted. And I think of also uh, of other ways that she educated me, of other ways that she taught me. You know, it talks about wisdom and discipline, and I think about how my mom... Uh, took upon her to pray for me. And one of the ways that I knew that she was praying for me, and one of the ways I knew that her faith was real, is that sometimes I would get out her Bible. And I still do this sometimes when I go home. I'll get out her Bible and I'll see all the notes and the underlines and the circles. And then I would see sometimes our names written by Scriptures. Or I'd see her little prayer book and I would see our names written. You know, more than what she told me, it was what I would see. It was what I would witness. And as I would pick up that Bible, and she didn't even know what we were doing that, and as I would read it, and I, was re- I would read what she had underlined, and I'd read what she had highlighted, and I'd see what she was praying for me. That ministered to me. And I think one of the reasons that I'm here today speaking to you, and I think one of the reasons that my brother serves as a minister, because our names were written in her Bible. Our names were written and her prayer journal. And one other thing that I think that might have been just as influential, if not even more, my mother always worked and always taught, uh, whether it was church or vacation Bible school. And what was interesting, she didn't teach my class. She didn't work in my class. She did in younger classes and older classes. And all throughout my, my life, you know what I'd run into in my church, in my community, is I would say my name, they would say, Oh, you're Jane Holton's son. Your mother taught me. Your mother taught me. As I would meet older kids, they would know who I was if they said my name. Oh, your mom taught me. And then as I grew older, younger kids would sometimes come to me and say, Your mommy is my teacher. Let me tell you something. I think it's imperative that we speak truth into our children's lives. But if you really want to impact their culture, you really want to influence their culture, begin to teach and to pour into those who will be their culture. I tell you what, that's a legacy that she's left behind. And I stand here today because of the investment, not just that she made in me, but that she made in others.